Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I am Evangelist Janice Nelson, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole, a weekly women's Bible study podcast. Today is Sunday, May 9th, the year of our Lord, 2021. It is Mother's Day, and I want to wish every mother, and especially my mother, Eva Nelson, a very special Happy Mother's Day. Today, I have a Mother's Day message for you. I want to give you an illustration of passing on a godly heritage, and we're going to talk about it when we come back. So stay tuned. Welcome back to Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. Today, we are celebrating Mother's Day, and we are talking about passing on a godly heritage. I've got a few scriptures for you today, but they're short, so hang in there. Um, this is good. So we're going to be reading from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 through 2. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. But verse 5 is actually split in two separate sections, 5a and 5b. And I'm going to split them um, that way when we start talking about them, okay? So begin, uh, I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version of the Bible if you want to follow along with the scripture reading. And beginning in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 through 2, the word of God says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope, to Timothy, a true son of the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Now going to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3, the word of God says, I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers, night and day. And then 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 4 through 5a says, As I remember your tears, I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith. And then the second half of verse 5, 5b, the Apostle Paul says, A faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. 
May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and to the hearing of his word. Amen. So today is Mother's Day, and I thought I would talk about the roles of being a mother and a grandmother. For some strange reason, today these positions are often belittled, but they are just as important today as they have ever been. Lois and Eunice are not very well known. They are only mentioned once in the Bible. But their grandson and son, Timothy, is very well known. He was a faithful servant of the Lord in the early church. The Apostle Paul thought very highly of Timothy and held him in high esteem. In the opening of our scripture, the the Apostle Paul's letter to Timothy, he calls Timothy a true son of the Christian faith. And Paul was Timothy's mentor, and Timothy was Paul's protege. And Paul, very fond of Timothy, who he met on his first or second missionary journey to Galatia. Acts chapter 16, verses 1 through 2 says, Paul came also to Derbe and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers of Lystra and Iconia. Timothy was greatly influenced by both his mother Eunice and his grandmother Lois, and both of these women provided wonderful examples of passing on a godly heritage. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3, Paul had placed Timothy in the position of chief elder or pastor of a large church in Ephesus. And Timothy was serving there when Paul wrote the two epistles that bear his name, 1 and 2 Timothy. Paul remembered Timothy's faithfulness to the Lord and wrote to encourage him. He instructed him on how to lead this large church, and he gave thanks to the Lord for Timothy as he continually remembered him. Paul said in his letter to Timothy, I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith. This shows the special place that Timothy had won in Paul's heart. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22, Timothy was with Paul in Rome, and Paul wrote uh, to the Philippian church that he planned to send Timothy to discover and report on the conditions of the Philippian church. In his letter to the Philippians, Paul said of Timothy, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon so that I too may be cheered by news of you, for I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare, for they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how he was a son with a father, 
he has served me in the gospel. Then Paul remembered Timothy's sincerity in our passage from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 4 through 5a. He says, greatly desiring to see you being mindful of your tears that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you. Paul remembered the tears Timothy cried on a previous occasion, probably when Paul was arrested and placed in prison. Timothy was a very sincere young man who cared for the Lord's apostles. In fact, Paul says that he cared for all of God's people this way. Timothy had learned what it meant to be a servant, and he was sincere in all that he did. And he wept for Paul when he was imprisoned for the Lord. Timothy was sincere, and this meant very much to Paul. In verse 5, Paul said that Timothy had a genuine faith. He told Timothy that he had been persuaded that he was the genuine article. Some people profess to be Christians, but somehow, some strange reason, their lives do not back up their profession. This was not the case with Timothy. Paul saw God at work in Timothy's heart, and he knew without a doubt that Timothy was sincere. His faith faith was the genuine kind. Then Paul remembered Timothy's history. And in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, he said, I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you. Paul knew that the genuine faith that Timothy exercised was part of a godly heritage that had been passed on to him. His grandmother, Lois, was the first member of his family to believe in Christ. She shared her faith with Eunice, her daughter, who in turn believed in Jesus Christ. Then both of them passed on this rich Christian heritage to Timothy. They did this by example, by living out their faith and by teaching the faith. Timothy's grandmother was the first to believe. Paul said that the faith dwelt in them. This word dwell means to inhabit. The idea portrayed is that of permanent residency. They did not believe, behave one way in church and then completely different while they were away from church. Their faith was consistent. The word genuine means without hypocrisy. So their faith was not just words or knowledge. It was sincere and genuine. Paul said that this genuine faith was passed on from Lois to Eunice and then to Timothy. 
Paul knew that Timothy had the privilege of growing up with a godly heritage, and he knew the blessing that this heritage brought since he had mentioned it concerning his own heritage. In verse 3, when he said, I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors. Genuine faith is contagious to those who come into contact with it. And nothing puts people off more than hypocrisy. People who say one thing but live another. The old saying, do what I say, not what I do, is so true. Timothy's father was a Greek who did not believe in Christ. But that did not stop his mother and his grandmother from leading him to faith in Christ. Timothy would have been surrounded with love and discipline. His mother and grandmother no doubt invested time and effort into training him as a young boy. His growing into a godly man was no accident. Many hours of prayer, coupled with love, correction, and their own example helped shape Timothy into the man of God that he was. Those four things, love, prayer, discipline, and godly example are essential to passing on a godly heritage. Children spell the word love, T-I-M-E. Paul wrote to Titus concerning the important roles of being a mother and a grandmother. The older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands and love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. As parents, you desperately want to be proud of your children, but perhaps your first concern should be to make them proud of you. It is not your accomplishments that influence your children, but your character. It is not what you do, but who you are that counts. Your children, whether toddlers, teens, or young adults, are more impressed by the tone of your voice than by the size of the contract you win at work. They care more about how well you listen than how well you dress. It is the moral choices you make, not the championships you win, that produce that elusive quality called respect. Timothy saw living proof of the Christian life in his mother and grandmother. Their lives had a tremendous influence on him as a youngster growing up and pointing him to Christ. There is an old saying regarding Christianity that 
more is caught than taught. Ladies, your lives speak just as loud, if not louder, than your words. Ask yourself, what sort of example am I setting before my children and grandchildren? Is your life consistent throughout the week? Or do you behave differently at church than you do at home? Nothing turns people away from the Lord faster than hypocrisy. Do your children or grandchildren see genuine faith dwelling in you? Do you spend time with them? Do you listen to them? Are you using love, discipline, prayer, and example to pass on a godly heritage? Paul approved of Timothy's Christian heritage. In fact, he commanded him to continue in it. Timothy had been given the right foundation for his life and only needed to continue in the things he had learned from his mother and his grandmother. This is why it is so important to teach children the Bible. It is just what they need when they are young and all they will ever need for life. Like Timothy's mother and grandmother, mothers and grandmothers today should apply biblical principles in teaching their children, surrounding their children with prayer and instruction and the gospel, placing them in the protective environment of a truly Christian home. This protects them in those informative years from the dangers of the world. Growing up in a secure environment of love and truth, children find it much easier to find salvation through Jesus Christ, and that is what really counts. Thank you, mothers and grandmothers, for all that you do, for surrounding your children and grandchildren with love for exercising discipline whenever and wherever needed, for your continued prayer, and for setting an example of godly living, and for passing on a godly heritage from one generation to the next. May God continue to bless you and all those you hold near and dear. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Broken Vessels Mending at Whole. If this ministry has been a blessing to you and you want to support it, please send whatever gifts of love you feel led to give to Broken Vessels Mended and Whole, a nonprofit religious organization, P.O. Box 34637, Los Angeles, California, 90034. Join me next week for another episode of Broken Vessels Mended and Whole. In the meantime, take good care and may God continue to bless you.